Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Guns in Radio podcast. And now, give it up for your host, Chris Caputo and Dustin Bones. Podcast coming to you. We ain't live this time, but you can pretend we are. Yeah, you could say, you know, as it drops, we are live wherever, wherever, whenever you want to be, you know. Um, episode 101, we're in the three-digit era of Guns and Radio now. I know, man. Can you believe we saw the day? We made it that far, at least. We, yeah. <laughs> Fuck monumental. Um, big thanks and uh, shout-out to everyone who joined in on the show and even the, the guests we had, too. Speaking of guests, um, we have one of those guests that came on the last week. He's back again because, well, we can't get enough of him and... He can't really get enough of us. So, ladies and gentlemen, back again for the second week in a row, Mr. Matt Manzella. Hey, thank you guys for the kind words. Your check is in the mail. (laughs) Nice. Nice, my three cents. (laughs) I almost said three bucks. So, (laughs) I'm a better negotiator, man. I'm I'm just just that good. Well, Matt, thanks for being here, man. And uh, welcome back. It's good to have you. Tonight on the show, we're going to be reviewing Take a Look at the Guy by Izzy Stradlin and the Juju Hounds. And so, speaking of the guy, let's talk to the guy himself, Mr. Batman Zella. And anybody that wasn't listening last week to the live episode, tell them where they can find all of your music, because they're going to want to hear it. Hey, thanks, man. Uh, Yeah, Spotify... Apple Music, YouTube, Amazon, basically anywhere you'd normally stream music. Um, it was released yeah. two years ago in 2019. It was uh, my solo instrumental album. The first of, uh, well, first of my albums. Hopefully a second one coming soon. It's called Left Alive. Yeah, you can check it out uh, anywhere music stream. Oh, nice. Oh, is Left Alive the, the, the first album? That's the first one, and... Uh, I know the last two times I've spoken to you guys, I mentioned I was working on a second one, but uh, episode 100 got me really motivated to finally crack down and get this thing going. So well, that's good, thank man. you guys for the motivation. Oh, not a problem. Not a problem, man. Well, um, you know, as, as a group, as a fan base here, I think that the this group of people particularly – shouldn't have too much of a problem waiting on a fucking album to come out. So. Yeah. <laughs> Great point, man. Now, uh, maybe it'll work some. Oh, Dr. Pepper. We can get the... <laughs> Holy shit. If that's Manzella an obscure releases... reference. <laughs> yeah, it's an obscure reference. I hope people... Oh <laughs> they get it. If they, if they listen to this show, they right. get it. <laughs> right. I was hoping it didn't go over anyone's head. <laughs> oh, man. I popped for that one. That's <laughs> Yeah, we've dorks, made a dorks. We are. We've made a lot of Dr. Pepper references on this show. So, oh, okay, good. <laughs> I mean, we did have that Dr. Pepper contest that not went nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we said that if uh, Guns N' Roses released a new, even one new single uh, by a certain time, I don't remember is when we first started the show, that I would personally buy one listener of our podcast a Dr. Pepper. And then we sent out the link for people to join the sweepstakes <laughs> to get their name. 
We had a lot of people draw join though. We did. I mean, we had was a few. Just, yeah, I was gonna say. I, I even tweeted out, and Dr. Pepper replied to us. Yeah, Dr. They Pepper. It. That's hilarious. Oh yeah, that was a great moment. Um, but man, uh, so so you told us you've been working on some stuff. What you've been working on over the last couple over the last week? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, since the last time I talked to you guys, like I like we had spoken about off air, you know, it, it really was not to get too serious, but it was one of those things. Like I heard myself answering the questions, and I'm thinking, like, wow, man, these are the same, more or less the same answers I gave you a few months ago that I was working on drums, working on another album, and I'm like, man, when I get off the phone with these guys, like I gotta really make something happen. So I really did, man. I hunkered down and uh, started working on some more drums, and and really, it's it's as silly as it sounds, like that motivated me. I'm like. I'm giving them the same answers I did a couple months ago. I got to make something happen here. So, back in the studio working hard on drums, and uh, for me that that's kind of the longest part doing the drums. After that, start writing some cool riffs, and uh, you know, hopefully have something out sooner rather than later. Oh yeah, man. Maybe we need to get damn Axl Rose on this fucking show. <laughs> yeah, man. If you guys can get a hold of him and say like, hey, dude, these are the same answers you've been giving Kurt Loder since 1991. All right. <laughs> I gotta put out something. <laughs> well, man, that may work out to you. And you know, we're telling it like it's been a week. It's been two days. Been, <laughs> <laughs> at the time we're taping this episode, it's been two right. days. Yeah, so you've been actually—that's a lot more. But see, I'm just saying that's you know that's a lot more work when you look at it that perspective. Like, yeah, he really has been busting ass. So, yeah, man, I wasn't kidding. Like, I hung out hung out with you guys and like literally went downstairs my studio and started working on drums so yeah it's uh now that i'm you know i, I don't want to say it wasn't motivated before but it lit a fire under my ass and uh you know i'm start working at it a little more diligent well when you release it let us know and we'll have a we'll have a release party or something we'll have a special yeah, release thank you guys man i always i always appreciate the support thank you oh yeah uh well you know working on drums may actually come up to your benefit tonight because tonight nice. we're going to play a game uh chris caputo is going to go head to head with matt manzella uh, by the way uh big music fan versus professional musician who's going to come out on top here it's the return of the drums game if you guys remember we played this game with Dan. Oh God! Oh I don't God! Way back before COVID, wasn't it? I think it was. Yeah, it was way back, like in the early um, days of this podcast. Thank you. <laughs> I think we're like in the 30s or 40s. I don't remember. It's been a while. It's been <laughs> at least a we year ran, before we ran out of shit to do. <laughs> before the random bits just became everything. <laughs> the bits. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, we used to spin a wheel for random bits. I remember that. Back in the day. Ah, the good old days. We're talking about like it was 20 fucking years ago. (laughs) But in case you missed it, I don't know about the drum game. The drum game is basically going to go down like this. We got six possible songs, and we're going to play the three. The first person to get three of these first wins the game. If nobody gets three at the end, whoever got the most after we've played all six will uh, will uh, be the victor. And uh, so basically we're going to play you a song using only drums. And you got to guess, what is the name of that song? 
Sounds easy, but you know, we did it with, uh, it's going to be a little bit harder this time, actually, than it was last time, because the last time we did it with Guns N' Roses songs. So we can't do that again. Wouldn't be fair to Matt. So this time, the band on the block is ACDC. Ooh. Ooh, man, all their drums sound the same. <laughs> People say about the guitar like, riffs. It's like doing a Ramon song. <laughs> One, two, I three, almost did it with the Ramones. Yeah. yeah, Ramones live tracks. It's like right. <laughs> some death metal band where it's all for three. Or I just hear like double kick pedals going at like twenty x speed. Man, yeah, those guys got. Yeah, those guys got to have some ca- some calf muscles, man. Oh yeah. I couldn't oh, yeah. do it. Fuck, I can lose my breath tapping my foot to the beat. Motherfucker's got strong meniscus in those ankles. <laughs> but uh, Matt's going to go first. And since you're our guest, I am going to be a little biased to you. I'm going to give you an easy one, okay? Oh, uh, boy. I'm going to give you the first one. I'm going I'm to I'm give Matt the easy one. Sorry, Chris. Matt's our guest. You can see right, it's only fair. It's only fair. No problem. So, uh, now, uh, here's part of the rules. I'm going to play it. When you're ready to make your guess, say stop. And then you, once you say stop, the track stops, you lock in your answer, and we see if that's correct. So here we go. Drum game, track number one. Alright, stop. That sounds like Back in Black, but it's... Yeah, that's Back in Black. I just heard that though right there. It was a little uh, tricky to hear, and I'm like, man, if I get this wrong, I, I'll just fucking jump out a window. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's off Back in Black, the album. Is it? Oh, no, no, it's man. Back in Black. I'm fucking with I was going to say, I'm gonna say it, like, come on. <laughs> just hit the delete. Yeah, no, man. I, 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 you put a lot of pressure on when you mentioned that it was easy. I'm like, oh, I can't get that wrong. Then. <laughs> <laughs> well, by easy, I was thinking like, duh, 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 duh. Like, because I know what it is. So I, my mind is putting together the missing pieces. And I'm like, okay, I can rock to this. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right, Chris. All righty. Are you ready for your song? I am ready. Okay, stop. Um, probably a long shot, but I'm going to say Thunderstruck. Oh, it's not Thunderstruck. Fuck. All right, so I'm going to give it... I'm gonna Matt, I'm going to give you 30 more seconds to see if you... Do you want to try to steal this one? Boy, that, that was actually my answer, but I'm going to try to steal it. Do you want me to start over? Should I start over? We can make this up as we go. No, no. You know what? Keep playing it from where you left off. I'm going to guess from there. Okay. I think when the chorus comes in. TNT. Yeah. Oh, fuck. 
Yeah, the chorus is the giveaway. I, I really did think Thunderstruck at, at the very beginning, and then when the chorus hit, I'm like, oh, no, it's TNT. Oh, man. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> well, Matt, uh, you got one to win <laughs> by the rules. I guess we'll keep on playing because the bit, but it's a good bit. But uh, here is your next song. This is just a metronome, not part of the song. Okay. Sorry. Shoot stop. the thrill. You got it. Oh, god damn. It's those fills. I'll tell you what, though. Their songs sound so similar, and then you hear the fills, and you're like, oh, wait, there it is. That's Shoot the Thrill. Yeah, well, yeah, well dude. Matt Shit. just clean sweep the song, but uh, we still got three more, so let's keep playing. Sure. Right. Let's see what happens. Chris, this one's yours. Takes a minute. <laughs> yeah. Oh, stop this one. Come on. Now, this is fucking Thunderstruck. Yep. There we right. go. I thought I'd take it easy on you on this one. All right, yeah. we got two more. So, Matt, this is going to be your next one. All right. Any minute now. These take a minute to get started sometimes because of the title cards and shit. Uh, you can stop. Is it uh, You Shook Me All Night Long? Yes, it is. All right. Son God damn. Bitch. I was going to say, I'm way off on these. I was going to say that was Highway to Hell. Yeah, wasn't a very fair. I don't think it's a very fair game. we got a professional musician here. He's <laughs> <laughs> currently recording drums. <laughs> I guess I could say, you know, the deck was stacked against you. But, Chris, right. you, you can at least take this one away from him. All right. For the sake of uh, pride or whatever.
great stop. All right. Oh man. Oh fuck it. I, I don't know why. I'm I'm gonna go with Highway to Hell again on this one. Well, for the first time in the history of the drum game, everybody got their the the, the songs. Everybody guessed the songs. That was it. <coughs> nice. Nice. And I still lost. <laughs> uh, it happens, man. No, yeah. nice job, man. That's, that, that was a lot of fun. Thank you, guys. Was yeah. Fun. I was going to say, yeah. the last time we did this one, it made a nice fucking comeback. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did, did you win the last one? I don't remember. I did, yeah, because I was down 0-2, and then I made the comeback in oh, about 3-3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was GNR songs, though. and Yeah, those were all AFD songs, I think. We, uh, I guess I could have did more. John, where the, I don't remember. I didn't want to do the research of going back and yeah. looking at the past episode. No problem. I threw this together in like five minutes before we went. It's all good. No, we can you do it like the, yeah. <laughs> through like the band themes and stuff. That's pretty good, actually. I like that. Yeah, that's a cool idea. Yeah, it's hard, man, because I was sitting here listening to some of them going, oh, man, thank God I'm not the one being asked because I don't think I can do it. I could do bass, though. I could probably listen to the bass. You would be a, a cool one. Would be Van Halen. That would be a cool drum one. Yeah, oh. that would be good. Keep that in mind for a future episode. Definitely. Um, let me ask you this, man, because this happened to me. I don't play bass enough to be able to just say I play bass and be mm-hmm. telling the truth. But when when nobody's listening, I do a lot better than when I'm trying to show somebody. But uh, when I started playing around with bass. I play songs, old classic rock. I've always been a rock and roll fan. Sure. And I never really heard the bass that much. It was there. It was an accent in the background. But, you know, your your ears follow, like, the lead guitar or the vocals. But when I started playing bass, a lot of times it became it started being like I was hearing a lot of my favorite songs for the first time sometimes. Like, did you have that experience at all when you started playing an instrument? Like, you would notice things about um, some of your favorite songs, like maybe even something slight, like little imperfections or something like that in the technique. No, you're spot on. I mean, I, uh, I, you know, as as a musician, yeah, you you do have an ear for that stuff, and I, I think I noticed that most, like, of all songs, "Maggie May" by Rod Stewart. I was listening to a couple weeks ago and like, yeah, you always, everybody knows the chorus and the verse, but like when you listen to some of the bass lines in there that Ronnie Wood did, like, man, that's something like I just, I've listened to that song a million times and just never picked up on it. And, holy shit. There's a lot going on there. And even like, I know Gene Simmons gets a bad rap for his bass playing, but there's a lot, there's a couple kiss songs that even you listen closely to for the hundredth time. And you're like, Oh, I didn't notice that little bass line. So yeah, if you're talking specifically, really any instrument, but, you know, bass is, is, like you said, sometimes it can be more subtle when mm-hmm. you do hear it. Oh, shit, I didn't realize that's how that's played. Oh, yeah, and then some songs you'd never think would be a fun song to play on bass. It's sure. really fun to play on bass. And then some songs you think, man, I love this song. Can't wait to throw down on it. And it turns out it's got the most boring fucking bass line. <laughs> and it just sucks. Uh, what... Uh, is there like since you since you primarily play guitar and stuff, uh, is there a certain artist that's world famous that you can listen to and say, man, his technique is sloppy? Uh, wait, 
you know what? If I had more time to think about it, I could probably give you a running list. But off the top of my head, you know what? Off the top of my head, I would say Mick Mars. And that's not, not to say I, I'm not a fan of his. I am. But, I, you know, I, I was just listening to the latest, um, the live Motley Crue record, The End. I just bought it on vinyl the other day and I was giving it a listen. And, like, yeah, he's a great guitar player in the, in, in the sense that, like, he writes for the song. You know, it's hummable. You hear, and you listen to any Motley Crue song, more more times than not, you can hum the guitar solo. So, you know, it's memorable, but technique-wise, I mean, it's, 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 he's sloppy, especially live. You know, he's, he's what I would consider to be a sloppy player. What are, what are, what are you hearing sometimes, uh, how, to, to, to the layman, is there any way to describe it to somebody that doesn't under, that doesn't understand how to play guitar as to what it is that you're listening for in that situation? No, I, and it's and it's a tricky thing because when you, whenever you say that, like I, all the Motley Crue fans are gonna be pissed. Oh, he's man, like again, man, I, whatever. But I, I think for me, it's like it's like if you were like a, a like a hockey player and, and you know you're Wayne Gretzky and you're watching somebody skate and watch. It's the little nuances and like the little subtleties, like the way they they handle the puck or the way they skate. That's something that you or I wouldn't wouldn't pick up, but. You know, having done that forever, it's the little nuances. Like, you can hear a guy play, and at least in my mind, the first thing I do is start breaking down. Like, all right, what is he doing there? How is he doing that? You know, and and that's what, you know, again, not to pander here, but, like, that's what gives me so much, such a high level of respect for Slash, is that when I do listen to Guns N' Roses, like, I know what he's doing. And I hear it, I'm like, that's not easy. It's, 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 It's a lot more difficult than, you know, I think, up and coming guitar players realize, but it's always the nuances and the subtleties we're looking for. Oh hell! Oh shit, man! We're getting a call. I'm gonna let him oh. through. I'm gonna let him through, but I'm stepping out for this one. Oh okay. All right. Oh look who it is. Now the real return. What the fuck you saying about fucking Mick Mars? What? Mick Mars is the greatest goddamn guitarist of all time. Look at him. I didn't know those. Eric Cartman. Hey, hey, you, hey, you talk about that. I don't sound like Eric Cartman. <laughs> you you piece of shit. No, you need to hear. My fucking man, I don't even know what that is. Who the fuck is my man? Take care of my fucking Mac Mars. Mac Mars is the greatest goddamn guitar of all time. What the fuck are you laughing at, Caputo? You stupid son of a bitch. Not that darkly you know fat face. Hey, fuck you, you stupid <laughs> Mexican motherfucker. Don't you ever come to me and shit again. <laughs> You know, oh, what? Sure. you know what? I've lost my composure and I apologize. Uh-huh. But you know what? I'm tired of all you guys saying all this shit. And, and you, you know what? You know what? I'm done. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Fuck you too, Vince. <laughs> I like Vince now. I like uh, him. I, like him. <laughs> I don't know. The, the... He doesn't like you, man. He doesn't like either of us, honestly, unfortunately. Dude, have you guys seen some of like those recent videos in that last live tour of him like so out of breath he can't even sing the lyrics and he's just mumbling? I'll have to send it to you later. There's a kickstart my heart one. It yeah. was the funniest. I think thing. I've seen it. He's like mumbling lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> and they did the and someone put in the captions of like what it sounds like when he's mumbling. It's the funniest <laughs> shit, man. Yeah, yeah bro. I got somebody sent me a text and said, "Dude, get on YouTube right now and look up what the fuck is Vince Neil saying." That's the one. Yep, it's hilarious. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I almost peed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh my god, dude! I watched it so many times, dude. I mean, it's crazy to be to be like people who are like, "Oh, Axel, like shit," and he's like fat on a shape. Look at Vince Neil, bro. It's even worse. I'm like, please compare can, it can to I him. You, yeah. Real quick, can I tell you what drives me nuts about that? Is there was that span of like I, I feel like it was a very short span of years where where Axel had that particular look. But what bums me out is that like. I saw him on the on the last tour in 2016. Like he was in great shape, sounded great. But like, unfortunately, all anyone remembers is that shitty picture of him. And it was, oh, I heard he was fat. I heard he sucks. I'm like, it's such a shame, man. Because there's a lot of the general population out there and like casual fans that don't realize that he's really like stepped it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, people have been ripping on Axel for being fat. <laughs> For well before Axel, bro, was since twenty ten, like, I want to say. Well, dude, he was getting that shit in like what two thousand and fucking one, and then Rock and Rio came thing. out. And yeah, he was fucking playing music and shit without a fucking shirt on, and I'm just sitting here watching this, going, "Man, can you imagine what the fuck they're probably saying about me?" Yeah, I mean, even going back to like Maddie, said like that one photo. It's either that photo. Or it's the one of him and like fucking Mickey work, and they all, they're calling like a, a bunch of fucking lesbians or something. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, they got a boxing match or something. I think. They're yeah, like, they're like in Vegas that. somewhere in a boxing match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, that's funny though. Like the thing, but now, now Mickey Rourke does look like a lesbian. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he, no, I tell you who looks like your lesbian aunt that lets you drink beer uh, as long as you stay home. Uh, Stephen Tyler, which I have, by the way, I have a lesbian aunt that he should let me drink beer. That's co- that's too. coincidental. Yeah, she's me still too. around. Yep. yep. Yeah. Uh, I've never had a problem with gay people or anything. I, I, I my uncle's gay and my aunt's gay, so it's something I grew up around. Mm-hmm. Uh, granted, it was in the South, and the family wasn't too fucking keen on the idea. Yeah. <laughs> Especially my grandparents. Oh God, but I can't um, imagine. But. I personally, even when I was little, never understood, like, even after I found out what gay meant, like, I was like, well, who gives, who cares? I mean, exactly. like, he's right. still my uncle. I still love him. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you 100% on that. I get shit to this day because he got married to uh, another person. I'm not going to say their names on because they're a little higher profile than me. <laughs> And I don't know if they want to know I'm associated with them. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, I call his husband, spouse, whatever you call it, I really, partner, I really don't know. Uh, I, I guess husband, because they're married. I don't sure. know why not. Uh, yeah. But I call his husband, uh, uncle, his name. Just like I do all my other aunts and stuff. I've always. Mm-hmm done that and they give me shit about that and i was like well he's my uncle he <laughs> just like this aunt i don't like <laughs> yeah it's yeah i don't aunt. see the problem and yeah he's he's my fucking uncle so by marriage so yeah but it's the south man sometimes some things you you have to What's the word? I, I guess you don't have to overlook it. I'm not trying to. Well, I am making excuses for him because because a lot of because it's family I'm talking about now. But you just have to. Well, you don't have to, but I do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's just how that is. 
but they've accepted it. They know how it is, and that, that doesn't stop them from coming around and being part of the family. So that's all that matters, right? That's right. Absolutely. Well, uh, we got, let's see. We got one more caller here that wanted to say something to Matt Manzella. Oh, okay. Oh, that'd be good. Wow. Awesome. That's popular, man. Everyone's... I, I know. Especially, it's funny how we have a musician on and then all these musicians want to call in. So let's go ahead and take the call. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I can't be here for this one either because of uh, tech, tech, the technology. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the ticket. Technological things. All right. Yeah, yeah. So let's, we'll, let's, let's get let's them in ahead. here. Bring them in. All right. Oh, that's oh. my guy. Oh, hold on, buddy. I just want to take a minute. Tell you, I was listening to that album there. And, you know, that's some, some pretty good guitar, and you got there, uh, Mr. Mandela. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. <laughs> and, you know, I, mean, I don't normally listen to this podcast. Uh, technology is not exactly my thing. You know, they don't really have it too much uh, where I'm from here because I kind of live in a cabin by the by the woods. Okay, I, I, I got to be honest. I'm lying. It's not a cabin. It's more like a van. But uh, it's, 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 it's a nice van, or at least it used to be in the 70s. <laughs> but uh you know that's a fixer upper but when i was over there and i was listening to that cd i was like man here's mr matt manzella guy he's uh he's, he's got some good music and if you guys out there have access to that there internet and you want to get on uh on spotify baby then uh danzig here would recommend checking out my man i'm honored man do what Nice nod to Elvis there. I know he just put out an album of Elvis covers. So, Oh, man, I wouldn't so. say that in front of him. He seems like he's got a bad temper, too. We don't need to. Get him out. Get him out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was like the first viral video of all time. Him getting knocked out by that guy. You know, you know I'm still here, baby. And, and you know, it's funny <laughs> you bring that up. I just, I just want to say a little something about that, okay? Now, now, see, baby, the the, the video there, honey, ain't, ain't exactly what you think it is, okay? Now, I actually knocked him out. I won that fight, you know, in the end. It's, it, it's all a matter how you look at that video. Okay. I, that, there's a little bit of Jimmy Hart flavor going on in there. There's like a cross between Elvis and Jimmy Hart, the mouth of the Well, Hulk Hogan, baby! <laughs> <laughs> Come on down to Jimmy Hart's ticket shop. Oh, no, no, that's really dancing. No. That's really All right, man. I'm, I'm honored. <laughs> that's awesome. You got I mean, you came on our show. You admitted, you know, you maybe not was working like you should have been, but you are now. And then, you know what? It doesn't even matter because you got an endorsement from Glenn Danzig. Vince Neil even called in. This has been a star-studded occasion. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, I, I came on expecting to talk about Guns N' Roses and music, and I revealed that I have a gay aunt, I spoke to Danzig, <laughs> I did a Jimmy Hart impression, so no. we've, really, we've covered all, all the bases, that. It's a uh, little bit of flavor for everybody. Hell yeah. Oh, man. That's funny. Go ahead and kick Danzig out. Yeah. Before he tries to come back. <laughs> and... Uh, well, man, I think uh, now's as good a time as any. We're going to go ahead and start loading up the song. Let's uh, do it. What do you think about the Juju Hounds? Have you listened to a lot of their music? Yeah, man, I dig it. I, in fact, um, how many albums were there total? Is it just two? 
it was just this one, I think. And no, then the there was like a, a live EP or something. And then Izzy Stratton said, fuck this, I'm breaking this band up and going my own way. Yeah, yeah. man. I, I hadn't heard it in probably like a decade. And then just a couple weeks ago, I found it on vinyl and bought it. Listen to it. It's a cool album, man. I mean, you I found this it, on vinyl. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a, it's a re-release. It's not like an original or anything. It's a oh. it's a reissue. But um, who cares? Yeah. Oh, dude, it's awesome, man. I like I, I remember all those songs like yesterday. I used to play that CD a lot back in the day, man. I like it quite a bit. Listen, man. I'm no hipster, but I buy all my music on vinyl. Not because yeah. I listen to it. I'm like, I don't, my record player broke. Back in January, and I hadn't even mm-hmm. fucked with fixing it. I, not because I listened to it on vinyl. I, I can hear people's uh, argument that it sounds a little better because, depending on the speakers you got, it kind of, sure. it kind of might. But uh, I buy it all on vinyl. When you buy an album right now in this day and age, what are you actually buying? The box, right? The yeah. Art. And support the artist that made it. Because sure. anything that you can buy on vinyl, you or on CD even, you can stream all day for free on on YouTube and and Spotify and Pandora and all these other places. And I mean, they're still getting a little money, but you know, you want to support your favorite artist, so you go buy the physical copy. When I buy the physical copy, I want to buy a copy I can display and show off and everything. Oh, which, yeah. By the way, quick plug, real quick. Uh, if you guys are on oh, nice. our Patreon page, you can go over to check out our show, Getting Dizzy With It, where we review every song from this album. New episode coming this week. Yeah, we still got a couple left. So. Oh, yeah. And the bonus track. And the bonus track, yeah. But, uh, yeah, you're buying, you're buying the box. At the end of the day, you're buying the box. Because you can display it, it can look cool, and you can support your favorite artist. Because you can get, because it's a lot more easier and more convenient to play it on your phone, mm-hmm. or tell Alexa to do it. <laughs> right, that, which is what I do <laughs> all the time. My girlfriend comes home and I'm sitting on the couch with the music playing, listening to Alexa, or watching music videos on YouTube. I'm like an old man. I'm I'm my <laughs> generation's old man. I really am because I'm sitting on YouTube watching old music videos, pretending that it's MTV from the '90s. <laughs> some of my friends came over or actually one of my ex-wife back when I was married one of her friends came over and saw me sitting on the couch watching music videos and I heard her in the kitchen I don't know if she was trying to be sly or coy or what but I heard her say in the kitchen every time I'm going to come over here he's always just sitting around watching music videos does this happen all the time and she was like yeah that's all he watches that and wrestling and I was like, y'all know I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> right here, there's no door in the kitchen. <laughs> Not like this house. Anyway. Oh, and by the way, if you guys watching the video version see me spitting into a bottle, I'm spitting my gum out because my cat can't get a hold of my nicotine gum. Because it's day, I'm on day three of no cigarettes right now. So I'm chewing the shit out of this nicotine gum. Nice. Good work, man. But I am mindful that we're taping a podcast, so I'm doing my best not to on the on the microphone. So if you are none the wiser listening to the audio version, I guess I should have kept my fucking mouth shut. That's uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Izzy Stradlin, take a look at the guy. Let's take a look at the song. Yeah. 
Izzy Stradlin and Ronnie Wood actually on this too. Nice. Oh, is this a cover? No, it's oh, original. Right. But it's Ronnie Wood's on guitar and vocals. Okay, I can dig this. Oh, okay. Oh shit. Okay, I fucked up. We're gonna have to go back real quick. Restarting. I accidentally tapped something. <clears throat> I actually like this part better the second time around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. my type of rock and roll my favorite type that that old school piano-esque uh very very uh not unlike the uh dizzy reed album we've been listening to on getting dizzy with it Mm -hmm. yeah i was gonna say it's giving me those kind of vibes where it's very like you hear the keyboard very heavily featured in the mix i guess in a way if that's a way to say it it's Yeah. yeah Very keyboard centric. Also, speaking of the keyboard here, I was looking into this thing here, and um, you have Ian McLagan, who's doing on the who's doing the keyboard here. He was part of um, Rod Stewart's old band Faces. Nice. Okay. I didn't realize he's on the whole album or just that song. Um, he's on a few songs doing this one here, but oh, on this one awesome. specifically, yeah. Nice. Well, uh, as part of this, uh, we're going to be uh, reading some lyrics here and trying to tell a story with the lyrics. Uh, but before we do that, let's uh, let's uh, let's get back into the song just a little bit because uh, we're not that far into it yet. Let's see if we can get a story out of this. Caputo, you're the lyrics man. You want All to right. some lyrics? Sure, yeah. Uh, take a look at the guy who's standing in front of you. Uh, take a look at the guy who once sat here with you. Does he look at the same... Yeah, does he look at the same guy, the same guy, the same guy, who's looking straight back at you? Uh, take a look at the guy once lost in fields. Remember the time he traveled the sky. It wasn't too long ago he ran away from home and he ran away from you. Oh, Man. nice. All right. That's uh, some more powerful lyrics there from Izzy Stradlin. I think he's talking about, in real life, I think he's definitely talking about himself. Or he's and, just talking uh, about him leaving GNR. Maybe he's talking about him leaving home and then coming back to Indiana. That's, that could be too. I'm going to tell myself that uh, he's. this is a song about uh, the Transformers. Uh, <laughs> and how Optimus Prime is the guy standing in front of you? Does he look like the same guy? No, because he looked like a a truck. Yeah, two seconds. He was ago. an eighteen wheeler five seconds ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I like how I twist these. I haven't done this in a while on a show where I twist it because it always ended up being about a hooker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, this isn't a Duff McKagan song, man. Come on. <laughs> oh. oh, man. If all those are about a hooker, man, I want to meet this hooker. I got 20 bucks. Do you want to meet the multiple hookers? (laughs) If she's that good that she's got me writing sad songs when our session is over, I'm pretty good at her job. (laughs) Ain't nobody ever wrote a sad song when our podcast ended. (laughs) It's true. Dope ass guitar solo. Oh yeah, I did it. Wait, we just missed before I move. I don't want to miss this opportunity. Since Matt Manzella here is a professional guitarist to get his thoughts on the guitar solo we just heard. It's awesome, man. It fits the song perfectly. And I, I know you touched on it earlier that old style of rock and roll. Like I just this is one of those tracks I haven't heard in so long, and man, I just love it. It's uh Definitely got that old like Rolling Stones, Rod Stewart thing going on, man. It's a, oh, it's yeah. a great song. Yeah, this is giving me like a, probably like long shot in the dark. It's giving me like Steppenwolf vibes. It kind of sounds like yeah. a much faster paced Born to Be Wild. Mm-hmm. The whole time we're listening to this, man, I'm just thinking the fact that this didn't make the cut to be a gun song is a missed opportunity because this is a damn good song. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's really good. Slash on that guitar and having Axel as the one singing here. This would have made a killer GNR song. They could get their shit together. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad we're doing lyrics now because I sure didn't understand a fucking word of that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You want to read some more lyrics, Caputo? Oh, yeah. Let's get into this. Sure. Yeah. Take a look at the guy hanging flush on the bone. Two years to play silly games for you to be amused. Does he look like the same face, the same eyes, the same guy who's staring straight back at you? You. You know. You know, it's weird, though, because, like, if you think about it, man, if you look at Izzy, most of those guys, actually, compared to what they look like in GNR, don't even look like the same people. Slash still looks exactly the same. And Steven Adler, I don't think he's changed much either. Not really, no. Which is wild, because he's the one that did all the drugs. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I they mean, all did a fair amount of drugs, but his was bad enough to get him kicked out within a couple of years. Yeah, but I mean, fucking Adler, as much drugs as the way they fucking tell it, as much drugs as he did, he should be looking like goddamn Keith Richards by now. And Keith Richards looks great, though, man. For 150, he looks great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Mick Jagger looks good for 120. 
<laughs> Remember, kids, every time you smoke a cigarette, God takes an hour off your life and gives it to Keith Richards. <laughs> <clears throat> There's a comedian, my favorite comedian, that tells joke that uh, if uh, if a nuclear bomb goes off, that um, the only things that will survive is going to be the cockroaches and Keith Richards. And then he goes, mm, where did everybody go? <laughs> and what's funny about that joke is that comedian died in 1994. So even back then, Keith yeah. Richards was old as shit. That's crazy. Yeah. Every time a rock star dies, Keith Richards experiences the quickening. <laughs> It's the quickening from Highlander. Is that what that's called? I don't remember. I don't know at all. I hope so. (laughs) All right, let's get back in the song. No, he's got dreads now. <laughs> Is this dreadlock Izzy era? Oh, I think so. Took a left turn. All right. We just went Rocket Queen on this bitch. A little bit. Yeah, the Rocky Queen transition was a little more smooth. Yeah. I dig it nonetheless. I do, like the song was over and the guitarist is like nah I'm not done I'm not fucking leaving <laughs> I'll leave it till I get my shit in <laughs> get your shit in <laughs> like wrestling <laughs> gotta get my shit in <laughs> it's so weird to me hearing people that aren't in the business say stuff like that now cause that's one of those terms that didn't get to the outside so much later. Something old guys used to say too. Don't worry, kid. We'll get your shit in. This is one of those guitar solos I could listen to all day. Yeah, I love it. I could do 90 minutes just this while I'm cleaning yeah. the house or something. You have like a running monologue over this? Oh, I can make one up. Oh, that'd be perfect. Like, uh, oh, oh, we're out man. of time now. Ah, shit. I, I should like have a, put like a rant on there over this. Like, you motherfucker. I was thinking like in the 90s where you'd sit on the stool and smoke the cigarette and shit and uh, <laughs> take a look 
<laughs> Just like slam poetry edition. <laughs> Once lost in the field. Remember the time that he traveled the sky. <laughs> That's bad. As bad as I'm fiending for a cigarette right now, I really didn't need to make that joke. <laughs> like, man, that sure be nice right about now. Damn. <laughs> So we've taken a look at the guy, and now let's take a look at ratings. We go, uh, Matt, you're our guest. Would you like to go first? Give final thoughts and ratings on the song. Man, I love it. And like I mentioned earlier, that's one of those songs I kind of overlooked and just haven't heard in so long. I love it. I almost wish that ending was its own song. Like, if you did something like that with, like, gospel vocals over that, kind of fattening it up, that would sound awesome. But, oh, yeah. Um, Man, what a killer song! What's the what's the star rating? We're doing five. Yeah, we go to five. Yeah, five. zero to five. <laughs> oh man, I really hate to give anything a five because at that point, like nothing can ever top that. So I, I don't know. Uh, man, it's a solid four for me, like a very strong four. Okay, right. Matt Manzella. Matt Manzella says it's a four. Then it's a fucking four. all right uh chris you want to go next yeah this is actually a really fucking cool izzy song like oh wow like juju hounds already is off of some good shit like um from what i've listened to i've only listened to maybe like two other songs off this album and i was pretty impressed with it but this one's really good man guitar work is on point i love the mix of the keyboard sort of in the front there really gives it that like you know a little bit of like you know like that southern rock vibe a little um mm. like more older stuff from like yeah like like we mentioned like rolling stone and stuff like that from more from like the 60s 70s um stuff like that it works really well this song i love it um definitely gonna add this to the rock and roll playlist uh this is a fucking pretty good one yeah even going off what matt was saying that whole like outro was like its own song and i'm like kind of wondering maybe does that lead into the next song on the album like it's one of those like continuous mm. mixes like this like juju hounds album it's kind of that maybe thing that's possible but it's really cool i would like some like um even like do like a madagascar or something just throw like you know chopped up vocals from like uh movies or some shit like over that sort of that sort of fit in within like the theme and the of the lyrics and the song itself would have been really cool i think that'd be a good edit i think we should make a just start just throw <laughs> something over that outro um, but yeah, I'm gonna the, go along uh, the same. I'm sorry, line. guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go along the same lines of Matt. This is a solid four out of five for me. All right, four stars for Caputo. Getting uh, this is definitely a good one. Throw up your fours, baby. Throw them fours. <laughs> Woo! Oh uh, yeah. I mean, uh, you guys have said everything I had intended on saying. I will reiterate what I said earlier, though, that I really am kind of disappointed in a way that everybody couldn't just get the fuck along and let's make this a GNR track because, man, this would have fit really well if they would have did something like this on, you know, with Illusion or whatever they would have made instead of Chinese Democracy. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm really glad Chidem happened. It's probably my second favorite GNR album, next to Appetite. But uh, I mean, 
if they'd have gone this way, sort of like Dizzy Reed did, I mean, that Dizzy Reed album, excuse me, is incredible. Mm-hmm. And I, maybe I am a little biased because it's the type of music, it's the type of rock that I prefer is that old school with a little bit of piano mixed in and some older shit. But, uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's solid for me, but you know, I can't, I agree with the not being able to give it a full five just because the transition there kind of pumped the brakes on me. And I felt like that little area there could have been a little bit smoother. And uh, I didn't think of, though, of adding some gospel tracks to uh, to the ending to uh, to fill it out a little bit better. But that was a that's a really good call. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Like even if they were just harmonizing like uh, ha, 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 or some shit, you know, yeah, like that, that, that would be awesome. But uh, I, I did. I'm giving it four and a half. It's definitely right. going on my playlist. I'll be listening to this one uh, a little more, but it's just not quite five-star territory when I'm in the mindset to judge it, if you will, mm-hmm. or to rate it. Totally. All right, well, guys, if you uh, want to hear this track in its entirety, I'm sure it's available on all platforms. Uh, it is on Spotify, yeah. I know it's on YouTube. <laughs> there, there you but, go. Uh, uh, you guys want to spin the wheel and see what we're getting next week? Let's do it. See, it's next for 102. And, of course, be sure to stay tuned or head over to GN Extra, where the conversation will continue. Going to have more fun shit to talk about. Ooh, probably. We try. She builds machines VR. Oh, Ooh, nice. She okay. builds machines. All right. That was one of the ones I've been looking forward to. A little Velvet Revolver action next week. It's been a while since we've got some VR. Dude, it has been. I think the last time we did it was when we did um, two in a row from like a bonus show from way back. Mm. Yeah, because we did Headspace and Sucker Train Blues like in the same week. Since I've been in this house, (laughs) I don't think we've done any VR. No, we've done a lot of walkie papers, but not VR. Yeah. So that's going to be real cool to uh, check out next week. Matt, thanks for being here, man. And uh, thanks for uh, uh, sharing your album with us and everything so we can listen to it. Making great music because God knows in the music industry right now, <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what we need somebody to be doing is making great oh, yeah. music. <laughs> hey, thank you guys, man. I always have, I always get excited about coming on and talking to you guys. Man, I love playing the games, talking music. It's uh right up my alley man i'll do it anytime you guys want to have me back well we'd love to have you again and again and again uh, guys everybody head over to gn extra where we're going to continue just hanging out and bullshitting for a few minutes and don't forget this week head over to gunsandradio.com for an all-new edition of getting dizzy with it where we're going to be reviewing reparations and also we do this ain't the only podcast we do because this Wednesday, you get a brand new episode of Band, The Real Life Misadventures of Rick Dunsford and Friends. And then on Saturday, 
We got a brand new Shotcast Saturday coming up. Tell them what we're going to be listening to this Saturday, Caputo. Oh, this Saturday we're going back into the Blues Ball uh, Vault. Um, I just forgot the name of the song. What is it? Stone Free. Stone Free. Okay. Back into Blues Ball territory once again. Uh, going through that stuff slowly but surely on Shotcast Saturday. So join us for that as we get into more of Slash and the one thing he loves besides, you know, pussy, booze, and cigarettes, blues. And you can tell all your friends how you listen to our podcast and we gave you the blues ball. Yeah. Learn <laughs> <laughs> right the clap. We'll give you that too. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Dustin Bones. I'm Chris Caputo. We'll see you guys next week for another edition of Guns and Radio. Peace.